Welcome to the RAB Poetry Podcast, where we bring you the stories behind the words, where every poem has a story behind it. Our podcast is a journey through the hearts and minds of poets as we delve into the inspirations, struggles, and triumphs that fuel their work. In each episode, we'll feature a poem, sharing the underlying stories and reciting the most powerful and moving pieces. From various poems on wide variety of topics and rising poets and authors, our podcast is the perfect companion for anyone who loves poetry and the power of words. Whether you're a seasoned poetry enthusiast or just getting started, you'll find something to love on the RAB Poetry Podcast. So tune in and let the stories of our poets take you on a journey of inspiration and emotion. Listen to the REB Poetry Podcast, available on all major platforms now. Welcome to Fandom Power. Hello, everybody. Woo. Welcome to uh, tonight's live stream delayed by a few minutes. We just had a uh, significant power outage here in our local area. So bear with me while I bring Andy in here. In media res, it's called in writing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to hit the ground running. All right. Um, and the reason I did that is because uh, Facebook, Facebook gives you like, what, 10, 10 minutes before... Uh, Sorry, let me mic you up there now. Hello. There we go. Ten minute leeway. There you go. You get a ten minute, uh, ten minute uh, buffer with Facebook, and then they cancel your stream. So yeah, uh, if you're watching uh, Facebook tonight, <laughs> sorry we're late, we but we're we're here now. We are let here. Me just bring up my uh, other window here. I gotta get my uh, comment window going here. We are at the mercy of Mother Nature. I know. Unless it was some dude that hit a pole or something and knocked it out. Well, there is that. Let me see if I can use the old the funny uh, weather there. Or? It looks a bit iffy, but nothing like too extreme. We had we had a really hot hot day oh, yesterday, yeah. and then um, today it dropped like oh my gosh! Did it ever? But right back to uh, what fourteen degrees or something today? Something like that, yeah. Wow! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! It was twenty-seven here today. Oof. Yeah, you'll get the cold drop tomorrow. Oh, oh I man. know, and then we and then we get it in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> Then we get it in the yards. It's almost hurricane season, too. It's supposed to be a nasty one. Yep. Let's try this one. Let's see if this will still work. So have you seen the new Rings of Power yet? I have. I have. My oh, favorite thing about so it good. is it, it offends my very white right-wing buddy. I thought buddy. <laughs> well, that, that's really unfortunate. And by unfortunate, I mean awesome. sucks to be him. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. I need to get a new one. That's not No, good. I mean, it's... Uh, it's Amazon fan fiction, right? But I kind of like it. Yeah, you know, I read something. Uh, I read something somewhere that um, they didn't have the rights to the Cimmerillion. That's correct. Yeah. Which makes it a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say it trickier, difficult, but yeah. the show that you're getting is based on apparently the appendices and the notes from yeah, the and, other books, right? And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever went this crazy on it, but there's 13 volumes of the history of Middle Earth that were oh, compiled only? by Tolkien's grandson, hmm. and uh, it's it's a lot like reading the encyclopedias of like you know flower descriptions, but there's some really cool stuff in it, and uh, a lot of a lot of this is actually you know it's in there. It's oh, that's form. that's exciting. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, the Silmarillion's way, way, way back in time. So this is, I, it's a neat idea to, to uh, kind of a place to jump in on, fresh I- yeah. idea, you know. It's an IP now. As soon as they make, you know, that's what people need to understand, that these things are, are separate from the novels. And there's a huge interest in trying to capture that Marvel style or Star Wars style universe. I think we have an issue tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just noticing right now we are. It looks like the broadcast was deleted on Facebook. No way. <laughs> are we live anywhere? We're probably live deleted. on Twitter. Yeah, we are. If it's only deleted on the group, then we should be okay because we're rocking on the Twitter. Yeah. So, all um, right. If you are not, if you're watching on the Facebook group tonight, I'm so sorry. Go over to our Facebook page or better yet come over to the YouTube channel, which is, uh, as I said last week, now fully migrated over to the oh. new fandom power podcast channel. It is. I've been having fun playing around, making some, uh, short videos. I don't know if you guys, did you guys get a chance to check out the, uh, every Luke Skywalker action figure? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was actually kind of shocking that there are that many Lukes. Uh, yes. More shocking to me was that there were I made there were deliberate choices that I made to not include some of the multi packs because they were the same figure. It's a straight up reissue. in the same line. I tried not to use the same figure if it was reissued multiple times with the same line. But then by the time you get into like the amount of parts reuse, uh, repaints and repacks, it was hard not to. So. You know the the count on the video is 135 3.75 inch Luke Skywalker. But the reality is there is way more than that, especially when you include you know there's no variants in there. I didn't do any variants, and I didn't do any foreign releases. Uh, sorry, international releases, I should say. That was all. Consider uh, that there's just like 90 plus of the original line. Uh, Yeah, that's it's mind blowing that there are more Lukes than there are in the original line in the entire collection. Um. That is to, uh, can you edit that? I want to write in the, sorry, we're, we're discussing whether or not we can actually amend our broadcast time within the Facebook group to get it going again midstream. I'm not sure if that's possible. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know either. We'll try though. Did you have a, uh, did you bring notes tonight? Uh, I got mental notes. That's good. <laughs> uh, that's me, I'm, and mental. I'm just mental. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're uh, we're fairly free flowing. Uh, you want to talk about? We're gonna stick with this for a second here. Talking about being kind of crazy here. Um, we just had like a really cool uh, influx of like some new action figures that just kind of came out that are kind of caught my attention. Those of you who know me know that I am a like real sucker for clones. Uh, you put a new paint job on it, and I must have it. Stormtroopers, not so much. Um, and then we got the. Uh, we got the uh, the fifth brother here from the, the Kenobi wave. Now these two figures from the same store, same store, same day. Now, can you see? Is that focusing well, well enough? No, not for me, but so let me let me do <laughs> let me let me bring this up for you. Here's yeah, yeah, the clone yeah. trooper. This is from uh, GameStop. So the the edge price on this. This is with my edge card. Forty dollars and forty nine cents for a clone. Now. Yeah. I've been collecting the Black Series since 2013, since day one. Remember when Clone Troopers came with two rifles and they were $24? Yes, I do. Uh, And arguably, you know, the the briefest time on the uh, on the Hasbro used to be the Hasbro Toys Store. Yeah. When I first started uh, in on it at at, uh, 2015. Right. For whatever reason, it was a glitch in their computers. And I was getting Black Series figures 
for 1995 Canadian because sure. they hadn't figured out the exchange. The exchange. Oh, that's cool. And I bought a whack of them off of Hasbro Direct uh, <laughs> it, at the American sort of retail, which was, you know, that's $20 for an action figure is still pretty high, but it was, it, it is, it, it is. was palatable, but double that. And how mean, much was he? Arguably, so the fifth brother, arguably, which is probably a more expensive figure to produce because of the, the number of paint apps. Well, and he's I mean, he's got he's, he's got a silver, he's got a silver uh, uh, paint app. He's got some red, and then he's got his face. That's so that's what three different colors. Right. So I mean, that adds up. Whereas this clone, it's a white body with a black visor, uh, that's and arguably also a that's, mold that they've used. This is what I mean. Times so far, right? What I can't get over this is a forty dollar, forty dollars and forty nine cents. The fifth brother. 32 32 99 it's because they understand the market they understand the market that's why i can't get clones because they're they're so they're priced way up and then uh collectors grab them right right right. why wouldn't you (laughs) if i see them i'm gonna grab them too but it's it's part of the reason that there's so few yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah. and they don't i don't know i don't know if those prices especially at the same retailer are are the retailer uh exploiting that i think on some level i mean for us here in canada the gaming greats i mean the gamestop is your source for these figures that they are gamestop exclusive that's the only place you can buy them right um and i think that there is you know some exclusivity points to be awarded there it feels like they're getting back their edge points or whatever like maybe maybe you know a little um i still that's really the only place I can afford yeah. to buy a lot of them because of that discount. 10% yep, is yep, 10%, yep, yep. man. Like, yep. um, and uh, I did just pre-order probably a thousand dollars worth of stuff coming up. <laughs> Let's take a second and uh, check in here with the comments here. We've got one here from uh, Red Benson over on YouTube who says, I embrace the age of fan fiction on television. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Red Swenson. That's Eric. If you guys haven't checked it out, uh, Eric was our uh, our guest host on the uh, Vox Machina episode. Uh, coincidentally, the, the most watched episode on our channel at yeah. over, what, 1,300 views? Yes. Well, it's actually over. Be, 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 technically, it'd be over 1,600 now with the 300-ish additional views on <laughs> the new the channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean we did talk about that i mean that that is a perfect example of uh fan fiction true to uh come into television to life well animated life anyway keeping it uh, nice and uh light tonight i got a couple of uh offline comments uh after last week's show that uh basically the feedback was hey when you guys don't uh you know script stuff it's a lot more uh it was enjoyable <laughs> not to say that the other stuff isn't enjoyable, but it's a different vibe when you're just kind of, yeah. When you're just kind of riffing, I suppose. Oh, for sure. He's back again. That and rogue one, that and rogue one. Rogue do, one. Do can we, we consider for a second? Sure. We can talk about that. We can talk star Wars all night. If you want, we don't even have to get the sheet hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, okay. So really limited release in North America. So no, not in, uh, the re-release and I'm sorry. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. The Everybody IMAX knows, release. Right. The IMAX. Re-release I wanted to ask one. you about that. You would, you would talked about uh, getting tickets. Yeah. It's you, not, in you my, have an, I was going to say you have an IMAX theater out in I Halifax. It's, unfortunately it's not in my uh, sector. Oh if you will, but it's a limited release gotcha. in North America. And in the first weekend, it cracked the top 10 IMAX films of all time. Oh, wow. So, I mean, this thing has legs. It's got oh, yeah. staying power. And I think that people that were just sour on Star Wars to be sour on Star Wars are, are getting a chance to experience it. Um, 
you know, in a, in a new context. And I, and I, it, it it's got a, it, it's so strong. Um, if it was the only Star Wars movie that we had, it's, it was some weird other alternate universe. If Rogue One was a, the only Star Wars movie we had, that would be, be the a hell of a ever. movie, right? Like it's wow, it's, it's top notch. It would it be really the uh, it would be the New Hope of that generation, yeah. like for sure. I absolutely. It has so much heart. Uh, it has. It, I mean, it's it's funny to to, to look at the interviews with uh, Tony Gilroy regarding Andor, saying. Yeah, I'm making this because I, I, you know, I'm not really a Star Wars fan, and people go, <gasps> but you know, it's okay to say that. That's that's totally fine. But this guy is is sure, making yeah. something that's more like uh, human, for lack of a better word. You know, in, in terms of like the common man in Star Wars, he said, "I'm, I'm so interested in the guy that does, yeah. you know, laundry or the the guy who's washing dishes in the diner." That, oh yeah, you know, where yeah, yeah. the Jedi is interviewing the, you know, and he's like, "What are normal people doing? Well, how does the oppressive empire?" You know, and we we scratched that surface. We we, we got a little see, bit of that with the Bad Batch. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. definitely, uh, uh, you know, you get into that in, in Rebels and uh, and some of the Clone Wars. But but it's such a neat idea that um, they're they're saying it's it's definitely the, the most grounded thing that they've they've ever done in terms of Star Wars. And uh, I've heard it in several articles them say uh, talking about the Andor TV show. You don't yeah, yeah. need to be a Star Wars fan to even jump into this thing. Man, you know, given what we do here on the show, we're not a Star Wars show. <laughs> I would hazard a guess, though, like everything else in the Disney era of Star Wars, if you are a fan and you are familiar with, I bet you there's going to be uh, Easter eggs aplenty popping. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the trailer alone has me excited. When I see when I see Republic gunships dropping out of orbit, I'm I'm like squealing like a schoolgirl, like Wee! Oh, yeah. you know it's very <laughs> exciting for me another one from uh, red eric says the further we get from the skywalkers the better star wars will get in my opinion um yes and no you know what i don't think this, this is it i don't i don't put all of my star wars fan cards in, in the skywalkers action. to begin with there is no, so much more yeah, to star wars true. for me right from the don't get me wrong you know me, I've said it before, uh, of the classic trilogy, Return of the Jedi. That's the one that I love. And I love Luke Skywalker's role in that movie. I love him. I didn't react the way that, that I did to that episode of The Mandalorian when Luke came yeah. back. I've never reacted like that to, to, anything. to anything before. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, anything. Not a, so not don't a, get me wrong. I yeah. do love Luke Skywalker, but there is so much more about Star Wars and... You can love Luke Skywalker and still love everything else that's in Absolutely, there. you can. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I, like, and I got... have no problem with weaving in and out of that. No, uh, me neither. That ever. just, if we, it, you know, like. I love the connective tissue. I love right. how it, it, it strikes that. And I mean, nostalgia is big right now. Uh, every generation has their own sort of nostalgic beats. But I mean, stuff like that, it's like, it's playing a harp, man. Ding on my heart. And I guys, love it. Did you guys read that novel that was a bunch of short stories? And they were... From a certain point of view. A, well, about specifically about Luke Skywalker. I did not. And it's like a guy in a bar telling a story about when he saw Luke Skywalker one time. And they're oh, ridiculous. Wow. Like he was riding on the outside of a spaceship. And like, <laughs> you know, like, he cut a mountain in half with his mind. And just, you know, but it's it's really an interesting sort of idea that like a third party take on Luke Skywalker. You're going to have these elevating the, right like so the mythology. 
Right. So it's okay to have like this, you know, you could be on the complete other side of the world where you hear a whisper of this thing that, right. It's like you say, the connective tissue. I have no problem with yep. the ghost of Luke Skywalker uh, sort of floating in the background of everything oh, they do. Uh, and I have no problem just like following Larry the janitor as he mops uh, up absolutely. the Death Star for a season. Absolutely. I'll, I'll I still believe we need that like Wampa Pro Shop movie from Kevin Smith. Yeah. You know, your yeah, one yeah. destination for all things blaster. Or... What was it uh, that uh, Adam Driver, Kevin? Yes, Kevin right. the technician, right? Like, right. come on, we could we could do some like, why not? And I again, in my world, there is room for both stars, Star right. Wars and Star Trek. Sure, Lower Decks. Yeah. Lower Decks is a great example. We're focusing on, uh, uh, you know ensign level uh not we're not talking about just like rank and file crew they are officers but they're all junior officers right they're not on the they're not on the command team they're not on the bridge they're i mean the show is already a big one big joke when it's like we're the guys who do second contact yeah, <laughs> right? so yeah, i mean yeah. there's a joke already but the fact that they are focused on so much uh, lower um there's the joke again the, the lower deckers right exactly yeah it's a it is a little bit more every day or it, it's a different perspective on mythology and i like it yeah and i always thought I that like too it. in terms of like when we were, we were gaming with and robotech like the, the one time that i had created like uh characters for like hundreds of ikazuki command character oh uh, right carrier. yeah yeah and i mean i i had the shifts that the planes were flying you know like, yep. and and i just i always thought of that like who's Who's cooking while the second crew is on the right, bridge? Like, right. like, you know, you always see the main characters of any given yeah, sort of yeah. whatever. Are, heroes, are, heroes, yeah. Right. They're like, you know, on screen most of the time, but some, they got to sleep and somebody else stepped like the, you know, in terms of Robotech, the Zentradi are always the looming, say. Yeah, so of course somebody's on the bridge at four in the morning, <laughs> you know, that's got to. Somebody do, took the night watch. All so the Harry, I, the Harry Kims of the world. In that. And so that's, 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 like a uh, perfect position sort of like uh uh Gildenstern and Rosencrantz like adjacent yeah, to yeah, the storyline yeah, you know like course. and yes, i always loved yes. that idea i agree with you and uh I, it's an exciting time to be a fan to be a fan of anything right Almost now anything, i mean yeah. uh it rings the power where we are now we now have the most expensive television series ever made which by the way article came out today I guess a part of that cost was securing the rights that it was ludicrous money just to get the rights. So that could be part of it. But I will say this, those first two episodes production value through the freaking roof. Oh yeah. Um, which is a sharp contrast to this week's episode of She-Hulk, which uh, oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about once we get into it. So that being I'm said, that's not just me. <laughs> too. Okay. I, uh, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not just, I thought you. maybe there's some wrong in my eyes. Well, <laughs> keeping it nice and light this week, same as last week. Let's uh, we're going to unpack the uh, third episode of uh, She-Hulk tonight. We'll take a few minutes at that, and then uh, before we close off, we did put it out on our social media this week. We are taking uh, all of your uh, viewer questions. So if you guys have a question about anything about uh, related to the show, maybe you have questions uh, related to us as the hosts. You want to know more about about us, about our likes, and. Uh, try to keep it pop culture focused but if it's you know relating to how do we handle the production of the shows how do we how do we do an audio podcast we can even try and take those questions as well so it's kind of a kind of an ama or a or a a an awa or a u i'm a leo and i like walks on the moon 
<laughs> well, gentlemen, why don't we uh, bring it? Let's look at uh, Andy. You got some slides there for us. I do got some. Let's slides. bring those up and let's get into so, it. So this is the official portion. So welcome to Fandom Power, folks. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that little thing. We never even launched, did we? <laughs> no, that, that was smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Watch our videos. <laughs> All right, so we're back again with episode three of She-Hulk, and this week it does take a bit of a turn. It did. Uh, we kick off again at uh, the Supermax prison, and we find She-Hulk going in, and we get our first Easter egg right out of the gate, uh, A113, which is the Pixar room. Oh. So, yeah. kind of Disney related. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Well, we get in, and uh, she has a big back and forth with uh blonsky about you know why'd you do that and why'd you do this and on her way out she breaks the fourth wall again and says you know this isn't just going to be a cameo of the week and then she cites off <laughs> well, starts you know, recounting bruce and then we had blonsky <laughs> and now wong so <laughs> sure. <My show>. <laughs> don't forget whose show it is yeah 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 and then we get a little bit of a montage of the uh i guess it kind of pokes fun at the real world aspect of it because you got oh, absolutely like, some support, some against, and then some downright nasty. I actually thought that was uh fairly topical to be honest, yeah, that they yeah. actually did that little bit of a, let's, let's talk about uh, feminism in the world. Yeah. And of course they end it with the last guy who's like, well, yeah, I'd smash that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. He, there's those two out Listen, on the, dude, uh, she hulk smash you yeah right <laughs> i did get a kick out of the one though uh team he hulk oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so much out there but uh, and then the other thing i don't know if any of these random commenters are like uh hidden easter eggs like people in production or writers or artists or whatever but well it was cur what's curious to me is like the social media profile handles yeah. Wait, wait, wait till we're down the road and we're watching some other like street level hero and then they actually post something on their social media and it's one of them. Yeah, like Dom the bounty hunter. Right. <laughs> Turns out it's the, the Punisher or something, yeah. right? Like something crazy. Dominic Fortune. <laughs> but then uh we find our lawyer friend here, She Hulk. She gets back into her office and called to Holloway's office. We find the chauvinistic Dennis. Who has come to see right. and uh he's laid it out that you know he's lost a little bit of money that he gave to this girl and well how much he, was it <laughs> yeah. we get the number later but you know he paid off her passat and took her to bali and a whole bunch of other stuff and then he says well you know to be honest she looked like megan the stallion i'm going to be 100 percent honest here so i did not know who this woman is and i still don't i don't know who she is she's pretty famous in the rap world right now it's not somebody yeah. i'm familiar with yeah it's uh it's new stuff so it is I, I don't blame you uh, you know it's yeah it's kind of weird poppy rap stuff yeah um, i did think it was interesting though that i mean do, has the mcu taken shots like this before like with you know like other real world people besides stanley um i don't know and i don't I, mean taking shots i mean like bringing done, done the whole like oh actual, they they exist in that world as well yeah oh, yeah yeah no, playing themselves yeah i'm not sure that that's that's a good point actually is this I'm a first sure. it might be it might be it might be a first but uh 
he goes on to say, you know, she did look like that. And then, of course, Jennifer Walters, she just starts laughing at him like, really? You thought you could land Megan the Stallion? Yeah, the real uh, Megan the Stallion. You thought she drove a Passat. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice economical car. It is a nice economical car. (laughs) But I don't think uh, she would be driving in one of those. But just in the nick of time, Wong shows up. Because uh, earlier in the episode, Nikki, she reached out to him and she says what she sent him was a thirst trap with a bunch of books. Right. Because, right. you know, librarian. Ah, yeah, yeah. So he comes in. And- Did you like his LinkedIn profile? Yes. His LinkedIn profile. That was making the rounds last uh, <laughs> this week. Sorcerer yeah. Supreme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, librarian at the Camartage. I love, yeah. I love what she tells him. Don't tap your nose. Yeah, don't tap your nose. <laughs> but it does leave a question because he's like, oh, before you ask, no, I'm not erasing anyone's memories. That I'm not doing that messy. again. Yeah, yeah. But this in the timeline falls before Spider-Man No Way Home. It's Isn't true. that funny though, so right? So that means Wong has attempted it and just barely squeaked by on his own. Right, right, Which right. is why he said to Strange, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, what a, that's a great contextual clue. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. question is, what did he make everyone forget? Right. Mm, I can't remember. That's... <laughs> Maybe, you and a few billion other maybe people. Maybe it was Thor Dark World. <laughs> maybe. 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 Can we talk about um did you have more to talk about on this one? On this no, slide before we go? Uh, before we get out of the office, because I want to talk about I want to talk about Jennifer's entrance into the office. And I mean her physical walking in the building. Statuesque. Did anybody think that the refresh rate on their TV was off? Yeah. There was like a very jerky, and I thought there's something wrong with my TV. Yeah, I. And then I she honestly, looked at the camera and started talking, and I'm like, "What happened?" Yes, I. It's it's funny. It reminded me, quite honestly, the of the, the, the first the, trailer, the initial trailer. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like they are in the process of trying to clean everything up, but they didn't. This is a case of, you know, just like hallway guy in the Mandalorian. Is this going to improve? Is this going to improve over time? Yeah, go back in a couple of weeks. Like, are we going to just got behind schedule with the improvements and it's showtime? Like, these things are bread and butter. I am not not the only one who saw a noticeable decline in her appearance. I wanted to talk about that because I thought I was nuts and then looked at Lauren and she was like, no, you're not nuts. And then now that you guys are at least confirming it, I'm like, okay, it's not. Honestly, I, I it looks. Uh, I still enjoyed the episode a lot. Don't get me wrong. Same, 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 same. I, I said I'll, it long, you yeah. know, right from the get go that the I didn't feel that the CGI of the trailer was so horrible that it took no. me out of it. No, but it but it should have at least been consistent across the board because this was dramatic drop in quality. This this is the this is my asterisk point was, hey, they listened or maybe they had already planned to, whatever the case may be. Disney Marvel went back and they did improve the CGI. So those sequences that we saw in the trailer, now we've seen some of those in the actual show and know that, oh, they really did improve it. Yeah. So to have them drop back, it's like it was very kind of jarring. Hmm. A little bit it was, yeah. I it yeah. was the, yeah. it was the one it was the first thing I noticed there, her transformation. And then I was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. um, wow. <laughs> But still, okay. I had a lot of fun. Uh, irrespective of that, I, I quite enjoyed the episode. Uh, as did I. So, okay. Now that that's out of the way. <sighs> All righty. <laughs> well, Andy, you didn't see any of that. I didn't. My TV's a lot older, though. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. 
but uh well maybe that's it maybe i'm just spoiled maybe <laughs> but you know wong he does the old double tap we'll save the magic stuff as a second resort right and uh moving on we find uh our other friend pug he is researching for uh the elf case <laughs> where uh dennis has been defrauded yeah yeah and yeah. we get to see a megan the stallion in a bar fight and transfer him into the elf Nice. and i thought it was quite funny it was uh the elf is played by uh, peg o'keefe who you may have seen before in doom patrol and her first role was oh. narrating curse of the blair witch do yeah. we know who she was in doom patrol uh in 1917 she played dr peggy i think oh really it, it was a one-time part but okay okay fair enough but again you watch those QR codes because this week that one leads yeah. you to Savage She Hulk number two. Would she be a part of uh, what's her name? Uh, not Elastic, not Elastic Girl, whatever the you know the 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 stretchy girl's origin. I believe so. Yeah. I thought so too. Okay, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, sorry, sorry, didn't mean to distract. I'm sorry. It's all right. But yeah, watch those QR codes because they're given apparently a free comic every week, so nice. you can get caught up on her old <clears throat> adventures. Mm-hmm. But back in the office, uh, Dennis is sit down and he's like, you know, giving him the number. And he's like, just tell me. Right, right. And he's like, well, I'll say a number. And <laughs> you just tell me if it's higher or lower. lower. <laughs> so he's like, okay, you paid off her car. How about 50 grand? Mm-mm-mm. He's like, no, higher. Mm-mm-mm. 150. No, higher. Like, 200 grand. He's like, no, a little lower. <laughs> well, it's 175. He's like, really? That's a house in some states. <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, you know, I want to proceed with the lawsuit and <clears throat> off he goes. But then a couple of seconds later, he comes storming back in and says, you know what? I want to drop the suit. Had to change a heart. It's just money. I got a story. This and this is a running sort of theme throughout the whole episode. Is, right. Uh, can yeah. we just call it uh, shenanigans? I, I yeah. would say shenanigans yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Because he ends up getting a call from the actual guy down in the parking lot where his truck has been towed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because apparently he parked where he shouldn't have. And uh, he turns around and just yells out security. But uh, our elf friend here, I guess Rune is her name, Runa? Uh, I don't recall, to be honest. I didn't I didn't refresh on the episode before tonight. Yeah, so sure it, Runa, Runa, I believe. But uh, she then walks out of the office disguised as Pug and proceeds <laughs> to tell the ladies in reception that uh, harassing women is his favorite thing to do. <laughs> But he's out just in time to see her go around the corner and she unmasks him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And says, see, this was an opening shot. You know what you have to do. And uh, then it's a really awkward, come on, ladies, you know that's not me. I don't do that. Right. right. You know me. (laughs) I'm still blown away that that's the the warehouse manager from Superstore. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Then we switch over and we're outside the Supermax and uh, we got reporters everywhere. And Jennifer Walters, because she's not in She-Hulk form, just kind of slips in unnoticed until the last minute. And they're like, whoa, whoa, that was her. And they start firing, you know, questions. Were you rejected by the Avengers? Were you this? Were you that? And based on those questions. They start becoming headlines. Yeah. The one yeah, reporter's yeah. like, oh, rumored to be rejected by the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Is it's it like, oh, is, that's terrible is reporting. It, is it this scene where they're like... Uh, is it true that you got your powers in a mafia hit or a botched uh, mafia that's the, hit? That's the oh, next yeah, one. It's yeah. coming up. Yeah, but that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah I did like that one. Yeah, that was really. But yeah, the uh, the news reporter that does that is N or KNBS News. <laughs> so that's kind of yeah. <laughs> what the BS is. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, uh, Headlines on the fly. 
But inside we find Emil Blonsky chilling and uh, all of his pen pals that have turned into soulmates have showed up to support him. Yeah, all eight of them. Yeah. He says it's eight, but I only counted seven. And then when he does say, you know, they're by better eighths. Yeah. So is he the eighth? Is he the eighth? Okay. Maybe that could, I guess so. Does that make sense to you guys? A little bit. All right. But I just assumed that when he said, you know, my better eight, like, okay, like eight, there's eight of them, but (laughs) eight in total. I only see seven, (laughs) seven ladies anyway. Yeah. But uh, noticing on the, uh, the docket of witnesses, Wong is supposed to be up first and he's nowhere to be found. So uh, they move on to the other folks and we get officer Sean Holt, you know, going on about how he's done so well and started a reading group in the prison library. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stuff that he's done to re, uh, rehabilitate. Yeah. yeah, and then in the library, uh, he started groups there, and Sounds then the legit. final guy. Instead of making uh, toilet wine, they're making toilet uh, kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final guy, the uh, Carl Cowart, I believe his name is. Right. Uh, prison guard, and he's like, you know, he saved me from a bad marriage, and he's just bawling his eyes out. But Get it out, Carl. Get it out, girl. Yeah, okay. get it out. <laughs> so Just good. let it flow. <laughs> Blonsky's still helping him. Yeah. But then finally, uh, Wong shows up and pops through the portal. Sorry, I'm late. Lost track of time. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on it. Uh, just a well, no, they're still dealing with her. I want to pick on that sequence a little bit with the parole hearing. Are we going back to the parole? Yeah, we do. They kind of jumps back and forth now between this and then the okay. I'll trial. I'll pick on it later then. So. Uh, they're in there and the elf Runa, she's like, you know, want it, wants it dismissed because she has diplomatic immunity. Yeah. But the judge shuts her down and says, no, we're not in Asgard. Right. So right. that doesn't apply. <laughs> and then she proceeds to stand up and say, Asgard is not a place, but it's people. Oh yeah. 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 And the judge shuts <laughs> the her down again. <laughs> and he says, you know, we don't need Thor's speech here. Yeah. Denied. Yeah, the yeah. trial will proceed. And then he leaves, but he comes back out and says, oh, you know what? I've changed my mind. Changed my mind. Let's do <laughs> She's this. She's got the same line every time. I'm not changing yeah. her. <laughs> but uh, Pug is quick to catch on and yells at her. He like, knock this off. Yeah. And her lawyer's like, get down. It's wrong. It's illegal to impersonate a judge. And then he's like, it's good for our case. <laughs> yeah. And she just kind of smiles and then runs around the courtroom getting chased by the bailiff. So she's having fun. But uh, we jump back over to the parole hearing and uh, Wong has laid it out for them that, uh, you know, he forcefully took him out, but he willfully came back. It was his decision. And then they're like, you know, what about uh, the fact that you've just admitted you let him out of prison? That's a crime. And sling rings and there he goes. I need to go. (laughs) And then the final guy, he's like, well, what about the abomination? What if you happen to turn back at him and just start rampaging? And he's like, let me lay your thoughts to rest here. Mm-hmm. And she Hulk, she's like, no, don't do it. And instead he just quietly takes his Crocs off, sets them down. Yeah. Arranges and, them quite nicely, by the way. Yeah. And then proceeds to jump up to the abomination size, bumps his head on the top of the cell. And this causes everybody to freak out. Oh yeah. Cause they think he's going to try and make a break for yeah. it. But he's like, see, see, I've got it under control and picks up his little shoes. I'm going to. So here's now this is the inverse. Uh, All the complaints I had about Jen um, way to go with the abomination, by the way, because I loved 
how much the abomination now looks like Tim Roth. Um, We've already seen this look before twice before. um, And I'm just, I know I I may have fawned on it once or twice before, but I love the fact that he now has a more, uh, more classic comic appearance. Hmm. And I love how we're just supposed to take that. That's the way it's always been. And that worked for me. I'm totally invested. Yep. This is the, that's what he looks like. That's the way it's always been. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, then of course he complies. He de abominations and de abominates. Yeah, <laughs> de abom- a little blanket to put him around himself. And sure, sure. He and then his abomination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Walter, she spins it perfect. She's like, "Look, this proves that he could have, you know, just gone up at any time, smashed out of here, but he chose not to." Right, right. And more and more, it's leaning like, "Yeah, he is rehabilitated." Do we? Do we believe it? How do we feel about how easy it was to convince the parole board when the parole board was a hard no when they walked in the room? Or at least the the, the head of the board was like, like this the head is of the guy had like a personal grudge. Yeah, he was like, this isn't gonna take very long. Yeah, I don't then, know enough about Emil Blonsky uh as a character. Like I like I you know, I've read the a few Hulk comics where he's the antagonist, but I, I do know him not to be like a super genius, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh and so um, it's a bit of a different take on his alter ego, perhaps. Yeah. But I don't know if they would dangle. I mean, it, they could be heading for a Dark Avengers because he would fill that Hulk role. Yep. Yeah, yeah um, that's totally viable. So, um, and and possibly be painting them like anti-heroes. But he would he would certainly make uh, an awesome She-Hulk villain. Uh, I think so. I, I I believe I know what uh, you know. We'll get to the end of the episode, but I think I know where we're going with respect to that. Anyway. I just had a, you know, a, a moment of like, oh, like it was so simple. Wong shows up last minute late, says a bunch of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. recognizes that he has committed a crime himself and his testimony is enough to go, okay, he's released. Yeah. Like that's I'm like, the oh, really? That's it. It's yeah, not I mean, there was another testimony, the right? Yeah. Y- yes, there was. And yes, it's only what a 35 minute show. Yes. This week's was sure. Yeah. 35 minute show. And it is lighter in tone and all of those things. But it was like, after they spent, they spent enough time in the last episode for Jen to actually lay out. This is how I'm going to build a case when she interviews him. And suddenly it's like, well, that's gone out the window. Well, it didn't right. technically go out the window. Those points were brought up, but that it was just, yeah, the, the testimony of another criminal. Wong <laughs> technically is now a criminal. Um, has gotten uh, Blonsky. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we could ignore that part. Yeah. I guess it, I guess you get a pass when you save the planet. Yeah. Multiple times. A couple of times anyway. <laughs> but uh, after all this, of course, everybody calms down and they're like, all right, we've heard what we've heard. We're going to reconvene tomorrow and make our decision. Right. So at this point, she heads out again, and this is where she gets hit with the mafia yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's like, is it true you got your powers from a mafia hit? That's <laughs> so good. Which, Which is like the nod to the original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she heads off back to legalese, the bar there, and they're sitting down, and Pug comes in. He's like, how did you deal with this man for so many years? And they're like, you know. I dreamt about murdering him and he's like, really? Is he that delusional? And they're like, yes, he's that delusional. And she does her little fourth wall break here. Like, Oh look, oh, yeah. we're tying the, tying the a, a and, and the B, B story together. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
he gets an idea to put Jennifer on the stand to testify to the fact that he's that delusional. Right. And uh, so it, it is crossing nicely, but it doesn't, it feels more like the court drama at this point. Yeah. Th- this would be like the, what happens after, uh, you know, when yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> was it law and order after the, when the, the judge hits the gavel, yeah. cut to uh, the bar, there's yeah. everybody hanging out. Yeah. And like in a contrast to the Blonsky thing where they're in like the supermax prison. Right. This is in a full court setting. That's true. Yeah. So she gets on the stand and delivers what she has to. And uh, Runa the elf is a little bit shocked because she ends up having to pay it back the money. And she also gets 60 days in jail for impersonating a judge. judge. Yeah, that was cute. And then we flash to the back row and it turns out Megan the Stallion has showed up just to all the comments surrounding like, is Jen Walters really our best chance? Yeah. <laughs> yes, she is. Why didn't you contact my boys? Like I told you to again with that. Right. 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 They really made a point though of like, and I mean, it, I felt like it was almost overdone with him. Like the, the level of sleaze. Yeah. And but, it keeps going, but then too. here's the, here's the payoff for it. Right. We're finally, it's like, Oh, okay. We needed to paint this guy. So like, like one color so that we know when this line came yes he really would believe yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. so they move on though and as they're uh, he takes notice that she's there the megan the stallion and on the way out he's like do you think i have a chance with her dude because he's referred to himself as what a new york 10 and oh LA yes 11. yeah yes <laughs> yes he did and he goes on you know that elf's just going to get a slap on the wrist is too bad they couldn't take away your powers or right, something right which gives Jen the idea for an inhibitor chip. Yes. Which we've seen him before in That's other right. yep. movies, yep. like Doc Ock utilized one for the arms to uh, retain his control. His control. Him, yeah. Yeah. Which when it burnt out, that's what made him go all wacky. Exactly. I, I just like though, how the, it just, again, it's, I guess it's that super fantastical. Everything is so like plausible in the MCU that it's just like the, yeah, and you'll just have to wear an inhibitor. Like it's just it's an already existing thing, which, as you say, technically it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's almost like a throwaway line. Yeah. Well, it's so immersive. We get those, you know, like Reed Richards talks about the negative zone, and we're just like, right, oh, yeah, right. You know, it's, In the quantum okay. realm. Yeah. We need to go to heaven and get Johnny Storm back. <laughs> yeah. That's well, a perfectly rational thing to do. Totally. Of course it is. Yeah. We do all that right, all the there. time. Yeah. <laughs> But we'd catch up with them the next day and uh, turns out, yes, parole is granted as long as he never turns into the abomination again. Right, right. And wears a inhibitor chip to uh, make sure that never happens. Should he ever break it? He's right back in jail. Well, I mean, there's a big old dangly carrot if there ever was. Yeah, sure. But uh, Jen, she tells him, you know, good. I just never want to see it in the news again. And he says, well, it's not a bad thing. You know, you can you can kind of spin the narrative if you're in there. Right. Right. Cause she's been skirting it, hoping everything will just go away once this particular hearing is done. Right. But it's not. So taking that advice, she ends up going on citizen news tonight. Now, granted, um, she looked a little better in this se- uh, sequence than she did walking into the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. And she gives, uh, they ask her, you know, where did the she Hulk come from? And oh uh, yeah, <laughs> some random news guy some came up with it like two seconds, guy. so it stuck. But then they're like, "Okay, coming up after the break, She Hulk tells us about her diet and exercise routine." And you hear like, they cut what? to black, what? yeah, <laughs> after the cut, huh? Yep. But uh, 
she gathers her stuff. She's on her way home, going down a dark alley. It's not a bad, not a good scene for a lone woman normally. And somebody runs up, grabs her around the neck, and she kind of freaks out for a minute. She has the the traditional ah kind of reaction to it. Oh wait, and she hulks out. And I love the little scene here where everybody's like, "Oh crap!" And uh, we get our first glimpse of the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew. That's an interesting uh, take on them too. It is looking nothing like their comic. No, not at all. Well, they're they're wearing the similar color scheme, right? No, that's true. So, and they do have the little W on their sweat or on their shirts. Did you did you guys rob an Asgardian? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like yes yeah, so what yeah, yeah which is kind of like a stark contrast to their actual comic book origins mm-hmm. uh because wrecker had the crowbar and they all held onto it during a lightning storm oh That's wow right. which is what gave them each their powers which is like a fraction of his power okay okay yeah a question or a comment i guess from eric Eric says a wrecking crew is a great choice for a villain set for this show. Yeah, I agree actually. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, a, I think uh, in, the, in a few minutes, we're going to get an even little bigger dip into that world, but there's another yeah. member uh, sort of, of the wrecking crew. Yeah. We were sitting there, you know, uh, well, you, you keep going, Andy, and I'll, I'll get to it when okay. it comes up organically. But uh, yeah, she Hulk trounces them thoroughly. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. And, uh, there is definitely something sinister going on here yeah, because bulldozer tries to jab her in the shoulder with a needle to try yeah, and get a blood yeah. sample. I'm guessing, but who, uh, who do we think wants the blood sample? That's the question because they do get back in the van afterwards and they're like, the boss isn't going to be happy. Yeah, The yeah. boss. So who is the boss? Who do we think the boss is absorbing man? You think oh, so? hundred percent. See, that's, I didn't go that way with it. That's but who's missing from the wrecking crew right there true. Oh yeah. I didn't go that way with it. I, I went a nice way. sort of like, you know, it's that, it's the proper tier of villain for She-Hulk. And okay. I, I don't mean to say that about She-Hulk. I mean, let's make her an A-list hero. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of their comic books, he's the perfect tier of villain for her. He's like a start-off um, villain. Yeah, and very challenging, too, because he's got he's got a crazy power set. Uh, I firmly believe that's they're talking about absorbing him. We've got a couple uh, comments from Eric. Eric's got a couple of guesses here. One, uh, one is the thinker from the Hulk movie. You mean the leader? The leader. I think he means the leader. Yeah, the leader. Yeah. And then the other one just above that, Ross. Do we think uh, Thaddeus Ross? I don't well, think I so. Mean, that's Given not... his position in government, I don't know. Is that? Uh, I mean, I could, or... I could see him, uh, you know, uh, even above sort of uh, uh, absorbing man in the in the hierarchy of you know these guys right, could right. Be just hired out. But certainly Ross is a good bet because we know from the comics that he's the red Hulk and right. Somehow he, he acquires obsessed. uh Hulk blood. So perhaps uh, my money's on absorbing man though. The Ross thing is intriguing to me because you know, my first thought was given the way that the, the, the current Marvel television landscape is shaping up to be my mind went right to Kingpin. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like a street level guy, street level boss, city boss, city crime boss. Um, but the Ross thing, now that, that that Eric brings that up, I mean, Ross as a as a guy in government probably could not do that openly and would not want to commit government assets on some sort of black op. Yeah, especially but he could, to a group of people who just robbed an Asgardian construction crew. He could make a deal privately with somebody that's not a contractor. If they don't, if they don't Hulkbusters that character, they may right. have him be the sort of government liaison to 
uh, oh yeah, the yeah, Dark yeah. Adventures. I guess so, um, yeah. Because I mean, they're sort of setting up with that uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus character from. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Falcon, yeah. That, that, that the government, some sort of shadow group of the actual government, is the one that's assembling. This that is putting this thing together, right? Team. right so right. I could definitely see uh, Ross leading that, and then like dangling the carrot of Emil Blonsky in the same sort of storyline. Uh, who we already know is sort of you know rumored, anyways. We right. Know, but rumored to be a member. Follow-up comment from Eric says, Ross can't go after Banner, so he picks a softer target. As if she's going <laughs> to, she would crush him. But no, I agree with that. I mean, that, I mean, it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And, it does. Uh, it does make it sense. It does tie like into that. the larger sort of uh, Hulk. Uh, the Hulkiverse? World, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I really want, I really want a Rick. Uh, uh, I want a sidekick. Rick Jones? I need a Rick oh, Jones. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, haven't yeah. had one in <laughs> X number of Hulk films. Not even a Hulk. Lou Ferrigno, Rick Jones. So I'd like to I'd like to see that character. Yeah, that would uh, be Especially cool. because he totally becomes a Hulk himself. And, uh, yeah, A bomb. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's one of the like he was the first Avenger with zero powers and uh a lot of really good Rick Jones stories out there. So that's another character I'd like to see. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, I like the whole idea that who knows? I mean, we've got a, what a bunch more episodes. We've got like, oh, uh, this is only with a third, yep. mm-hmm. third of uh, 12, 12, I think. Yeah. 12 for the season. So we got lots more story to cover. Yeah. And like, uh, here's an alternate theory. If they're going for like a street level gangster type. Yeah. They could always bring in tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone. Cause then you Hammer, set up Hammerhead. your, yeah. Hammerhead would good, be good as well. Yeah. 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 Silver main. If they get to that point, but. The one that made me go, and you can ask Lauren, the one that made me go uh, was seeing the Wrecking Crew and going, oh, Absorbing Man. And I was kind of even scanning the group to see if he was there. Is he there? Is he there? <laughs> yeah, right. And when they said boss, I was like, well, he, you know, if I, yeah, he's definitely the default boss of the Wrecking Crew, if you will. He's the only okay. one with actual powers. That, yeah, that totally makes sense to me, too. So maybe we'll get more on that next week, then. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. But uh, as for this week, we then... Uh, I did enjoy... I like these. These were cute. Or John Ramada Jr. Are, I, I'm, I'm convinced. I haven't actually gone through the credits to check, but I'm convinced to see, uh, that he's been doing the art. Like his, uh, I'm not convinced that it's him. I, I no, want to find out, though. His pen pals are, you know... <laughs> is he going away on the, the transfer bus? Yeah, but they're going to catch up with him later anyway. Uh, fun thing to point out here, and it is actually pointed out by the descriptive audio. Oh, the cup there that says, or should say Avengers says right. Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> so, so whose right. lipstick is that on the rim of the cup? Don't know. But since some of the other scenes have popped up throughout the show, maybe we'll find out eventually. Nice. Oh, uh, a question from Facebook tonight. It's our dear friend, Scott, who says, where do you guys think this show takes the next phase? Or is it just filler? Oh, good question. Well, I mean, on a technicality, this is solidly part of uh, phase four. Yeah. Uh, and this is like, you can introduce so many characters through this. Like, I think so. A too. Random vigilante that just needs representation because he knocked over a bus station or something. Let's just for a second here now. We are on the West Coast with the show, are we not? Um. Are we like on the West Coast or the East yeah, Coast? No, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head there. We, got some we are on coming up. the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Are we sure though? Because Charlie Cox is going to show up, right? That's true. Well, like, so I'm it a could little... be in the New York area. 
maybe it's just the weather is really nice there and maybe. it has this west coast kind of vibe yeah. and mind you her uh, office is like a high rise it sort of is haven't qualified that yet have we no i guess not no. but certainly uh she's going to be in the next iteration of the avengers on the big screen Yes. I would think so that, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's Even something that the just, Netflix shows just could not achieve and didn't right. want to achieve. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I think if, if, if it's tried into the grander scheme of phase four or five, that's, it's a, it's a, they've had great success introducing characters and developing characters like this. So right, I think it's right. a good way to ingratiate people and then have, you know, I, for the same reason that Miss Marvel wasn't filler, I, I, I strongly believe that the end of Miss Marvel introduces mutants canonically. But I also know that she's one of the young Avengers, and they're setting up these other mini franchises. They're going to have yep. three more yep. Avenger movies. They're going to have three more young Avenger movies. They're going to, to have, have three these dark Avenger movies. Super so teams, set, right? building one super team at a time. Right. And they're, that's they what they're doing. That. They're teeing up. Yeah. And at well, the laying, same time, the anyway. by having, uh, you know, uh, reminding us that like the Hulk is integral to this, that, that yeah. the abomination is integral to this. I, um, All these pieces. Is it a story that needs to be told that remains to be seen? We've only got three out of 12, three out of nine. Yeah. So yeah. however many it is. Um, it's, um, and at the same time, you know, when I, I, I get weird about star Wars, when I'm like, I, I ask myself that question, is this a story that needs to be told? That needs to be told. Right. Um, right. And with comic books, it's so vast. There are there are eight hundred Spider Man issues. Like there uh, are nine hundred. Yeah, there are there are three hundred and fifty stories there that didn't need to be told. I think that question. But their writers can, just had to fill pages like uh, that. Month. There you go. Like, there is that too, right? So it's funny you mentioned that deadlines and or yeah. the fact that you know the sheer volume of material that's out there. You you really do come down to what haven't we done? Right. And that's how you just get like weird stuff right. getting thrown at the at the kitchen at the at the cupboards to see what right. sticks. Exactly, exactly. And so I don't think that this time remains. Like, are we? Is it need to be told? I don't know. But I'm having I, fun so far. So absolutely, I don't think She Hulk fits into that category. This is hey, we're just tossing this out to see if it sticks. I think that there there is something deliberate and intentional here. I do think that, as you say, she will be part of a a, a larger a big screen ensemble yeah whether that's the next iteration of the avengers remains to be seen probably will be the case maybe alongside the young avengers maybe not yeah but i do think that she has a a place going forward it, it, even if it's just simply that's the new hulk <laughs> you know yeah. it's the, the new hulk for well, the right casual viewer long yeah. enough she's due right right i mean right. and it, it's that there's that one comic uh, it's like the the fe- all female Avengers, and that I mean yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. But they, yeah. they certainly, you know, we we have Riri Williams, uh, right. you know, we have Miss Marvel. Sorry about Eric's comment. Put it back up. He's got a good <laughs> point there. But uh, and we have a female Thor. So and it could be part of that too. Um, Eric says I, that uh, the Absorbing Man was a big fixture in the Shield show, not canon, but still. That. And still I a checked, hurdle to get over. Part of the yeah. problem with that is I checked it early in that show. I, uh, I, do we, I, I think really we all bad. did. And you stuck with it. it a bit I stuck with it. I didn't quite like his portrayal seemed a bit too low for me. Like he wasn't like overly powered. He was just there. Yeah. I He's, checked out after season one. That's yeah. honestly, I haven't seen anything I mean, after the first season. Absorbing man is a Thor adversary. That's he how He's a Thor guy level is. guy. He's a Thor level adversary. Is he like the, the Android robot from DC? The, um, uh, Red Tornado? No, no, the one who can absorb powers. Oh, oh uh, um, 
I was a villain. His name. Not Amazo. Yes, it is. Amazo. Yeah, Amazo. Is he is he the Marvel version of Amazo? Uh, flesh and blood version, he's, I guess. Uh, or is Amazo got... the DC version of Absorbing Man? He was great. Uh, Enchantress, uh, uh, the uh, Thor villain, the Asgardian Enchantress, uh, grants him his powers. Right. Right. Okay. And he can he like literally he like take on the properties of anything right. he touches. He tunes yeah, Wolverine yeah, yeah. by grabbing his claws and turning oh, into wow. adamantium. Like it's, it's oh wow. Yeah, he's he's nutty. Yeah, the way yeah. the way they portrayed. Uh, the quote unquote absorb man in incredible in uh incredible they're just the uh, ang lee hulk right oh yeah or he just started sucking up gamma and no not quite right no 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 well yeah, you didn't uh, like the the art has touches molnir no. and becomes solid molnir yeah skin. like uru yeah uru solid uru metal yeah. yeah 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 that's cool uh lauren says hey your wife lauren who's watching right now with you oh, yeah. she says kagan mcleod is the artist who's doing the credit art thank, thank you baby you, girl lauren. Awesome. do we know anything about this gentleman i don't actually i don't know anything about good this. job it could be a lady excellent work that is you know what you're right you're absolutely right it absolutely could be a lady yeah it's fantastic work whoever it is eric's back one more time uh it wasn't bad it just wasn't great and everything else was at the time agents of shield is not bad in hindsight okay i really like colson a lot as a character yeah uh, so. I, I did too i thought colson got done dirty in the movies to be honest yeah. so i just it didn't have my attention enough i'm not sure what else was going on at the time uh also having it on regular tv which i haven't had in abc man yeah abc that yeah. made it hard to that watch. was a rough tie-in like when they yeah. tied it in you have to see the winter soldier before next week's episode oh. that's where it started right, to get shaky right. for me and yeah. and uh yeah and i not having like cable or regular tv sort of just it was so hard to keep up with that it uh that's why i didn't see it i don't think anything but the premiere of inhumans as well I went back and, and uh, watched Inhumans now that it's on Disney. And to be honest with you, I quite liked it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I, I did. I liked it. I thought it was it was pretty cool. I, I could see what they were going for. The biggest the biggest letdown is when they cut her hair. In well, the there you episode. go. I mean, I mean, take Medusa <laughs> and then cut her hair off for the yeah, whole season. Yeah. What? Like, okay, what did you do? They're saving money. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> we don't want to have to animate that hair every no. week. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, tough it character for me because that's one where you get to see uh, uh, Black Bolt think in the comics. Because oh he yeah. Can't speak yeah, yeah, and you don't get any sort of that action from him. And you get fight. you get this fancy. You get a bit of what sign language, I guess. And you should have just hired like Fred Savage or something to do his voiceover. Right, right, right. <laughs> Winnie, he Kevin. is the Winnie. yeah the, the Kevin. <laughs> Winnie, uh, Kevin. Uh, uh, that's every episode ever. I just did all seven seasons. Uh, that's of the hilarious. <laughs> wow. Have we? Uh, do you got any more? I do. I got a couple. All right. Of let's go so, through. Let's uh, keep going. We get keep through going. our credit art, and we get to. Oh my god! Yeah, this hated. one. Uh, I didn't hate the sequence. I didn't hate it. Hate it. I I, I like this sequence because this is another yeah, instance of her kind of fangirling right she like, gets to be the she just the, signed an incredibly popular client sure and she gets and to she be gets to dance around yeah, with her she just gets to be a fan yeah 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 and then you know she's like you're more fun than my other lawyers and she's like i will kill for you <laughs> that line you're more fun than my other lawyers that was a good line yeah the, i will kill for you well that's a fan thing come there. on i, I, I would have said that to a couple people i bet but 
I probably have. People have nothing I just want to kill. But... Stanley, I will kill for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a thing to say. It's a bit, I mean, if it's literal, but it's yeah. not. You know, we know that. You know, like... I think the better part in this sequence was the fact that she's in an all-glass office and everybody on the outside were like, what? <laughs> Especially it's Holloway, right? He yeah, walks by. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. The boss. Like, but again, she just signed this client like in a mega million dollar deal. I thought, I mean, I thought it was cute. It, it, it reminds us like, it certainly humanizes the character and this is a very human show. This is yeah. part of, part of the thing is her struggling with this other identity. So she's going to act very human. You know, it's the same it's the same thing as uh, being obsessed with Captain America's sex life. It's yeah. she's still very her wanting uh, right. spending the 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 majority of the first episode talking about going back to my life. I want to be a lawyer. That's what I do. Right. And here she is doing it. Yeah. So she, it's yeah. yeah. So it's it grounds her for sure. Eric says, apparently this was a gift for Tatiana Maslany, who is a huge fan of the Stallion. Well, there you go. Okay, cool. That's fair. That's I accept really that. Cool. That works for me. Yeah. And for those who are upset about having her twerk on video. Uh, like, that's fine. Let, let's yeah. not forget Marvel Comics. Oh, yes. Once the made na- her jump rope naked. The naked uh, rope jumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and again, going back to that pages to fill, it was several pages of this before they actually get into the story of that issue. Yeah. 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 So. It was a different time. It was One a different place. One of my favorite place. comic covers of all time was the... Uh, uh, sensational She-Hulk number one, where she breaks the fourth wall on the cover and says, says uh, "Buy my comic." This, this is time. your second chance, right? I'm going to. If come you to don't your buy house, my comic, I'm, I'm going to rip, rip up all your X-Men, X-Men comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. But the flip side to that one, the 50th issue, the final, there's a variant cover where it says, and it's the same pose, and it says, "All right, bring your comics out." <laughs> uh, That's canceled. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that. And again, if people have uh, further objections to that, let's not forget there are ten-hour loops of this. Oh God! Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dancing Zemo. Yeah, it's pretty great. Okay, it's completely forgivable. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no doubt that we're going to get like ten-hour loops of. What did we have? Like a a, a, tw- a ten-second tour? No yeah, problem. something like yeah, that. It's maybe it's totally fine. Just CG, God, CG twerking anyway. Get get the CG back up to where it was in episode one and two. What happened? Don't know. It was just such a like, oh, something just happened. But I just don't know. I mean, what it was. perhaps they were saving money on the just walking around stuff, so that when they get to the, I've got to punch the Hulk in the space. Uh, it looks clean. Yeah, you maybe, might have to pick your battles. Maybe. I don't know. Lauren says I will watch it. Yeah, for sure. The, the, yeah, <laughs> back to back with the other one. And Eric said, don't forget Emo Spidey. Emo Spidey. Yeah. Right, oh, right. man. Yeah, my spider, I, there's got to be three musical numbers in the Spider-Man movie. Wow. Yeah. So that, uh, that was uh, episode three of uh, nice. She-Hulk. All in all, I would say uh, I give it uh, you know, seven, uh, seven, uh, seven Hulks. Seven Hulk I fist. give it a seven gammas on the uh, Geiger, me, Geiger counter. Nice. All right. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm in around there too. Uh, it's it's definitely what it's advertised to be. It's advertised yep. to be a sitcom. Uh, it's advertised to be a legal show, and it's got enough of the other stuff going on that uh, uh, I'm enjoying it. You know, I yeah, it's I, still. I, I picked fun. up very few She-Hulk comics per se, but I I never, you know, it was never a character where I was like, oh, that you know, 
there's not many characters I can think of where I was like, I don't, I dislike this character. Get them out of my comics. Like, I, you know, it was usually the villains for me. I don't like you, villain, times, which meant that they I were mean, good villains. Yeah, there's a, I, I had a sort of a love hate relationship with Tony Stark for a long time. I just was like, why is he always whining? Uh, like when Peter Parker whines, I get it. Peter Parker is me. I can't pay my rent. I got. I'm having girl troubles. I yep. get Peter yep. Parker. I've got millions of dollars in this crazy giant brain and all the technology in the world and pepper pots flying over me i'm gonna yeah. drink till i'm blind <laughs> i always had a problem with tony stark in terms of that get it together um, tony Jesus. i was i really liked uh uh as an iron man at first before war machine i really enjoyed that especially when they revealed that it was uh roadie at secret wars right right oh that's cool well, we've just, uh, we've knocked off uh, She-Hulk. We've got a few minutes left here. And I thought if, uh, for those of you who are still following along and watching along, we'd uh, open up the floor to uh, any viewer questions that you may or may not have. Otherwise, uh, this could go pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we could just fill some time while uh, people are deciding whether they want to want to chitty chat or not. Right. So, uh, did you guys catch the, uh, no, I, I want to go, go back to Andor for a second. There was that little, uh, blurb that came out earlier this week with, uh, Diego, uh, where he was, uh, kind of narrating sort of, you know, what the show was going to be. Did you guys catch that this week? Uh, I did not. It's only just a couple, it's only just a couple minutes long. Yeah. It's a, it's almost like a, it's basically a little trailer that has an intro by Diego. Hmm. Nice. We got a question. We do. We do have a question. Oh, Eric says, for the Q&A, you get to produce a 12-episode mini-series of any cartoon with unlimited budget. Name the show and cast it. Wow. Well, Thanks casting. for leading with a huge uh, one. Okay, so next week's episode. We've <laughs> got to take a cartoon. Wait, no, no, I'll put some thought into this because I could pro- there's a couple that I could probably... Uh, okay. Uh, um, 80s cartoon? Does it say 80s cartoon? What's it just says a 12 oh, uh, cartoon cartoon said as a cartoon. No, no. Put the, put the thing up again. All right. 12 a, episodes. A mini series of any cartoon. Now, does the mini series have to be animated? Or are we talking, taking that, that, that animated property and making it live action? Cause I think that's, I think that's the underwritten, but I may not be, I could be wrong. Eric, tell us if, uh, what, what we're looking for here. Is a live action adaptation of an 80s cartoon even, or modern cartoon that could be Ooh. wow um that's a really good question so just man. just as a throw just as a throwaway and and i'm not going to cast them because it'd just be too long um i'd like to see gi joe done properly uh and i would also like to see transformers done properly yeah, and they were very close with the opening sequence of the bumblebee movie the cybertron sequence okay you give me a, a movie, a two hours of just that. The uh, basically do the '86 movie in in CG. I'd be happy with that. Hmm. Um, other cartoons that I would like to see done as a, a live action. Um, I believe there's there's a, something Voltron e sort of in the works somewhere. That that would be yeah. cool. But I love giant robots. So that being said, obviously the Robotech, the, the, the Robotech thing, yeah. Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I'd like to see a 12 issue, a 12 episode miniseries of a live action reboot. Reboot the animated series reboot. Yeah. Uh, that that's pretty, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I kind of imagine reboot as being sort of uh, ancillary to like Tron, 
Hmm. You know, well, similar kind of what similar I was concepts, like, right? I was yeah. Thinking, what if Disney got a hold of this? And I was thinking something like that. And of course, it wouldn't be that live would be cool. action today. Is actually an animated movie, right? It's been, I mean, let's face it. True. There was um, a European car commercial came out. I don't know. Was a year ago, two years ago that that basically used the Dungeons and Dragons characters from the animated series. Yeah, you know that would make yes. for a pretty cool mini series. Yeah, the kids get sucked there. into the carnival ride. Yeah. Uh, you know, meeting the dungeon master, Venger, Tiamat, all of that crazy stuff, and then getting home at the end of it. Hmm. Yeah, because they didn't be... actually get home in the series. You know, they they wrote a script for them to get home, but it never <laughs> got animated. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence is a live action smoggies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna have to educate me on the smoggies because oh, I don't think that we were all about pollution. Oh, okay. Are they the bad guys from Strawberry Shortcake? <laughs> wasn't that the purple pie man well that might yeah. like, okay. man. I was picking action. one yeah I would go with a live action in humanoids in humanoids yes wow I don't think I ever watched a single episode oh. of Inhumanoids. at least the first five arc you gotta watch it okay it's wow. like kaiju is coming to take over the world yeah 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 okay nice well, um Eric, you, uh, Eric? We'll cast one great question now let, yeah as yeah, Hank just said, let's put the question back to you what's your yeah. choice and while we're waiting for his i would cast ben kingsley as auger yeah oh yeah yeah okay i'm, I'm right. familiar with auger because yeah. of the figure line yeah a big okay. purple guy yeah okay i'd like purple to see guy actually good helmet. scooby-doo movie i don't know the james guns one weren't bad it's not too bad again. Uh, with the Matthew Lillard and the first one. Yeah. 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 Well, he was in both of them. Uh yeah. And then he did apparently a bunch of the animated stuff right up until the most recent one. Yeah. Scoop. And uh he didn't get a call for Yeah, Scoop. not even uh by the way, we're making this movie and uh, yeah. we're casting somebody else. Yeah. But I guess you know what? When you're you're an actor, it's your job. You're not gonna get all the jobs all the time, I guess. Cyber six. Cyber mm-hmm. six, great show after your time. I don't yeah. know. I was still in my time. I agree. It was out of my time. I have no yeah, idea what it is. I'm aware of it, but I, I'm not familiar. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, Hey man, if it's got a good story and great, great stuff, I'm, there's always so many properties that can make. Oh, you know show. what? Now that I'm looking, I'm looking at pictures of this. I remember seeing this. Yeah. It was part of, uh, Oh, what was it? It was when right around the time with the animated spawn and the max. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Was this, was go. it an HBO thing? I thought it was like a, oh, I gotta say, you know, like, Guilty pleasure, Ben 10. I really, I really like Ben, ben 10. 10 a lot. They did a Ben 10 live action. No, not Ben 10. Sorry, Max Steele. They did a live action. Yeah. Ben 10, though, would be great. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a guilty pleasure for sure. It's a really good show. Can we get like an over the top, ridiculous Johnny Bravo? Oh, nice. Yes. Well, you may comb my hair real fast. <laughs> real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's a shot of uh, Cyber Six. I don't know if that translates well on off the screen. Okay. She's got kind of a Kate Beckinsale kind of nice. underworld thing going on, I guess. A little bit. But a uh, live action Laugh Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with the wacky races. Yes. Yeah. Ben and we could run them back to back. Day. Yeah. We could run them back to back. All right. I think if we had, I think we've played that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else? Any other comments? Come on. Now. Yeah. We will do All right. Seriously. Anything. Absolutely. There's a, uh, you know, Everything is uh, sort of on the table tonight. If you guys uh, want to throw some stuff at us, we're here to uh, entertain you. Well, if you're watching the History Channel tonight, the third season of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch kicks off. Oh, that just sounds creepy. <laughs> Terrifying Skinwalker. as hell. Wow. It sounds creepy. It is. Have creepy. you guys been following the uh, Artemis One uh, drama? 
quote, we're going back to the moon uh, this week. I, I have guess. not. Uh, I have something not. about uh, they're sending up dummies just to see how they're handling the rocket trip. First. Yeah, oh, I, I heard so, something about that. Yeah, so yeah. Artemis one was uh, supposed to launch Monday and they had a hydrogen leak and they had to scrub it for faulty sensor, I guess. Um, and then it was is this a launch. NASA mission or is it this is a private a thing? mission? No, it is. Okay. Absolutely. And it's the, not a SpaceX. No, it's the largest, uh, most powerful rocket ever built. And it's, uh, uh, supposed to launch now they're talking about next monday or tuesday it was supposed to go uh, today at two o'clock and it didn't go but uh, i don't know it's kind of neat something to, to check out um this mission is going to be a 32 day mission they're going to take it to the moon orbit the moon bring it back and land it it's a kind of a different right. thing and if everything goes well uh they're yep. going to send uh four astronauts to the moon next year to All orbit right. the moon for 40 days the longest space trip ever for humans in terms of outside our Outside you know, orbit, of not outside the Earth's orbit. orbit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the following year, land a man and a woman on the moon for the first Excellent. time in 52 years. Wow. That's that's very exciting. Exciting yeah, stuff. The yeah, first man. time. Right. Right. <laughs> we can talk about that when the government isn't listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't mention okay. that base on the other here's, side. Here's a good one for you. This true story. This happened just a couple of weeks ago. Andy, you and I, we live pretty rural. We live out in the in the boondocks. So when, at nighttime, we can actually, we can see the night sky. Mm-hmm. Stars are nice. We just had a flyby of Starlink in the yes. last couple of weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> the, the local Facebook groups lit up. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was that? You, you saw I my Facebook post when it went right yeah. over my head in my apartment. I flipped it. It was I, like crazy. Like the amount I've of people that were like, I think the funny thing is that um, they're regularly adding satellites to it. So the, it's only getting longer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw a time-lapse uh, photograph of it. and it Oh, that's could, cool. Well, unfortunately, you couldn't see the stars for it. Oh, because of the... Right. It's it looked like enough. the Earth had zebra stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and would. I, yeah. And I thought, like, I did some research after because I couldn't believe, like, it looked like it was below the clouds above me when, in fact, yeah. it was an illusion. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and I had... There, really crappy pictures on my facebook if you want to check it out and i took a video of it. it's very crappy as well i um, shared it to our other page off yeah, nice. normal it's oh, yeah, did you yeah. oh good for you yeah um <laughs> but then i did some research and i was like wow those are bright leds that's crazy that it looked and i was and then it came who's flying that drone there's no lights on it that's what i thought it was a drone with like a yeah. led strip behind it but there are no lights on it in fact the, that's sunlight reflecting off of solar panels and it coming from uh it is Zach Jacobs watching on YouTube who just lives here in town uh, where we live says that was hilarious reading the UFOs. I was, there's a YouTube video of me literally screaming like a girl. What the F is that? What the F is that? <laughs> Fetch me my shotgun. <laughs> I was freaked. Right you know what's funny though? No like, idea. I mean, so we all have our like close encounter stories, you know, whether it was, you know, last week, last year, in childhood i've had some like unexplainable phenomena yes. and i mean i can't fault you for like what was that i can't fault you for that because Remember the tape west the, the oh. voice on the tape dude my dad's house do we have to set this up do we, maybe do we have i know this isn't the right show we should be doing this on another show but <laughs> on a different show when we were still i think we were still just we're in high just school. just yeah. in high school yeah 15 16 maybe 16 we're like ridiculously committed to role-playing games at this point where we're doing like role-playing weekends show up on friday night you know play all saturday do it again on sunday go home yeah we're like 
and this is like pre-internet, like long before internet. This is like pre-CD. We're still talking cassette tapes here. Cassette tapes, you got cassette it. tapes. So we're going to record the the gaming session for posterity because we want to be able to listen to this back because you know visions of grandeur. This would make a great book. We could write a movie with out of this. Early this would be awesome. Nerds, man. Early Early nerds. Nerds. Yeah, we are so yeah. <laughs> we could have made our own vox machina. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> We get going, and I there may or may not have been some uh, alchemy halls involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then things kind of went off the rails. One of the guys got into uh, there was a joke that was cracked, and and then this this round of uh, and we're all guys, so all That's teenage right, yeah. boys yes. chanting, you know, porno, porno, which, <laughs> porno, porno, porno. So the whole thing transpires, and then we go to play back the tape because we think it's hilarious right <laughs> and halfway through the porno chant the voices our voices collective voices and there's what four or five of us yeah gets really really low right and this like i don't know ethereal uh like male voice so deep and yeah so i like back from the microphone like yeah it, it, it's just like so um, much space around the voice is like shut up or I'll break your break your fucking neck. neck. <laughs> yeah, we just said it at the same time. So you know, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it was the crazy, and I had the tape for years, and I would play it for people, oh and they would God. be like, "What the hell? What happened there?" Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, you you run through I all the scenarios in your head. You go through all of like the logical ones. Like, was this a brand new tape? How many times did we? Because you know what happens. I couldn't afford a blank tape, so I just found tape one of my something. Else. I found one of my sister's tapes that she's never going to miss, and I put some mask. I put some right. cello tape on the tab so I could record over it. Yeah. Was it a phantom? You know, recording coming through on the new. Right. right. You go through all those things, and you're like, was Elvis throwing the voice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So freaky. It was. That was one of the most harrowing things that's ever i gotta happened. be yeah. honest with you uh at what at, at 16 years old that scared the yeah. out of me i was terrified yeah, you're right yeah <laughs> not gonna lie on that one wow <laughs> well guys uh i guess that uh that just about does it for the live stream tonight i think yeah. we've been uh what an hour and 15 minutes been a good yeah, time man. tonight Sounds like a Stranger Things. Episode. It does sound like a Stranger Things. It was a things. little bit like a Stranger Things. Bunch it's of guys like, sitting around playing D&D. Uh, yeah. the, there are certain <laughs> things in life that's like, uh, and maybe they do it on purpose to get you in the feels, but the first few episodes of Stranger Things reminded yeah. me of my life so much. Uh, like with you, Wes, and growing up and playing video or uh, role-playing games like that, you know? Yeah. And uh, there's that sequence in E.T. that really invokes that, too. Where they're oh, yeah. just like getting mad at one another over a dice roll, and it, yeah, uh, it's um. So I absolutely uh, could have been an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, very much could have. Yeah. Well, guys, I don't think I've I've got any more for anybody else. I just want to say that uh, this last few weeks of the Sunday night live stream, where we've been, you know, way more flexible, less scripted, has been kind of a breath of fresh air and. Yeah. If you guys are enjoying those, I think there's a, an avenue to maybe keep the Sunday night live streams a little more conversational and then do our deep scripted stuff as a pre-record. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's possible. But that's for us to decide yeah. at a later date. In the meantime, do go and check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we've been putting up a lot more uh, content lately. It put up a, we got a whole new series 
on the weapons of Star Wars. I know we've been talking about that one quite a bit, but it's still uh, it's, it's still, still a going. fun one to talk about. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, if you didn't catch it earlier, I just put up <laughs> every Luke Skywalker action figure between 1978 and so cool too. and now, and I, so every cool. every three and three quarter inch uh, Luke Skywalker. It's a 12 minute video. It's not going to ruin your day if you if you watch it. Take a look at that. And uh, all 135 Luke Skywalkers. <laughs> Mainline. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. And there's lots more to come where that uh, came from. So, guys, that's it for me. I hope uh, you guys had a great time tonight as much as I did. We uh, look forward to seeing you again next week. And, of course, uh, online on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, of course, right here in the comment section of uh, YouTube or whatever platform you happen to be watching on. But, again, guys, until next time. And there will be a next time for Fandom Power. My name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. And we will see you on the next one, guys. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. Fandom Power is a Sawcast production.